Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Those are the words of St. Paul from our epistle text for today. And I think in relation to those words, we should also hear the words of God from Isaiah 55, verse 8, when he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. Through Christ's death on the cross, it was God's way to show his love. Now we know that our God is mighty. We know that our God is all-powerful. When the prophet Jeremiah spoke of God, he said, It is he who made the earth by his power. So God is powerful to create all of this, everything. When uh, In in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 6, the the author states of this, of God, In your hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. So there, there's nothing that can oppose God. He can, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> the author of Hebrews proclaims that through God's Son, he upholds the universe by the word of his power. So by, by just his word, the universe, everything is, is upheld. All things are kept moving and in motion. God is powerful. God has a power beyond our imagining. However, in Christ's death, he doesn't show his power to us. He shows us his what? His love. Now, God's power is certainly behind Christ's death and resurrection, but is all in service to his great love and compassion for us. That is God's way. But Paul also points to the context of God's way and God's love. That he shows us his love while we are still sinners. That is also God's way. That he shows us his love in in the middle, in the midst of our sin, in the midst of our rebellion. As we were only concerned for ourselves, as we were chasing after the desires of our flesh, whatever we wanted, in the middle of us declaring that what we think, say, and do is the only judgment that matters, Christ died for us. He didn't wait for us to sort all this out. He didn't set a a list of demands for us to uh, adhere to. He didn't force us to prove that we were worthy of his affection or that we deserved his care or concern. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And who is us? Well, everybody, right? Every single man, woman, and child. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Now, yes, there, in that verse there is a key distinction concerning eternal life, that it is for those who believe in him, for those who have faith in him. However, the love of God is shown for all sinners, for the world. 
And the Apostle John unpacks this later in his first epistle, 1 John chapter 2, verse 2, when he says, Jesus is the propitiation, or the atonement, for our sins, but not for ours only, but also the sins of the world. Everybody. All of that is what we should understand when we hear God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God's way is to show his love for sinners. But his ways are not our ways. And our way is always to exercise power. To take hold of our lives. To be in control. To, to blaze our own path. We want to win. We want to rise to the top. We want to climb that ladder. We want things to go the way we think things should go. Ideally, we're benevolent in wielding our power. <laughs> Ideally. In reality, not so much. The way of the world is power. You're either on top or you're not, right? <laughs> and, and right now, we are seeing and hearing this play out very clearly in our country. You know, who has the power? Who should have the power? Is it government? Is it the police? Is it the protesters? Is it the people? <coughs> Excuse me. Doesn't really matter where you fall in the spectrum of of of, of what you, and how you view, view what's going on. It all comes down to power. It always has. And it always will. Because that's the way of the world. And since the world is comprised of sinners, like you and me, and well, everybody, any power that anybody wields will be corrupted by sin. Now, I know how cynical that sounds. <laughs> I, I really do. <clears throat> but I prefer to think of it as realistic and not cynical. In fact, to, to deny the inherent sinfulness of mankind is not only unbiblical, I think it's rather naive. Which isn't to say that things shouldn't change. You know, we don't look out and say, well, you know, it's, it's all going to be like this anyway, so why bother? I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> Certainly, things can and, and should change. But I'm also not saying that everything needs to change. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that by, by doing everything possible that we can make things you know, completely right. Uh, certainly, I, I, babies should not be thrown out with bathwater. That's probably not the way to go either. But the realization is sin is everywhere. It's in every heart. It is at the source of every suffering, all pain, all anguish, and all grief. And what we learn from this is that our way doesn't work. Truthfully, it's never worked. And, sadly, it will never work. Because we're all sinners. That is why God had to show us his way. That's why God showed us his son, pierced for our transgressions, crucified for our sin. 
He showed us in that single image, Jesus Christ on the cross, both the sickening depths of our sin and also the impossible beauty of his love for us. He shows us the cross so that we can see just how much our sin costs. So we can understand the terrible price that had to be paid for every thought, word, and deed. So that we can fully understand that there is no one good, not one, that at our very best, we are unfit for heaven and the new creation. That in our finest moments, we are dead in our trespasses. But it is also in seeing the cross that we see his immeasurable love for us. That he would not only come down to us, but but die for us. That he would take on our absolute worst so that we would receive his very best. So that we would see for once what real forgiveness is is how it's not earned or deserved or conditioned or anything like that it's a gift it's a blessing a word of love that shows us how we were always meant to live not in the ways of the world working from a construct of of power but in the ways of god living in grace and mercy Because not only does God say that his ways are not our ways, but also that his ways are better, far, far better. That as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than ours, and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. And it's there that we find how we fit into this moment in time that we are living in right now. Because there's a lot of shouting, a lot of anger, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. And the only way anybody can see forward through any of this is through power. Either reasserting it, reforming it, or rising up and taking it. As Christians, we have a voice in this. And we need to speak up. But see, it's not our voice that needs to be heard. It's God's. It's His voice that this world needs. His voice calling all people to repent and be forgiven. His voice calling us to to love one another as he has loved us. His voice calling us to recall that image of holiness and unity that we were originally created in. It is so very easy for us to fall back into old ways, our own ways, the ways of power, that we think if we just got the right people in charge, if we just got the right policies in place, if we just got the the right programs and institutions, then everything would be awesome. 
But that's not how it works. That's not how it ends up. Because we are all still sinners. And we all need to repent daily and be forgiven. So what a comfort it is for us to know that God shows His love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so what this means is that we have a lot of work ahead of us. We cannot just sit back and do nothing. We have good news to share. We have a light to shine in the darkness. We need to not only listen to those who are hurting, but also show them God's love. Because we have seen what can actually change the world. And it isn't our power. It's God's. His power that is shown through His love in the life, death, resurrection of Jesus Christ. For all sinners. For you. For me. For every single person. Regardless of race, gender, social standing, location, whatever else you want to throw in there. This is the way forward. That while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.